to UCYP, where we have uphill conversations with young professionals. Real conversations with bright, forward-thinking YPs. You know, every generation is different than those who've come before. And rather than generalities, we want to hear unique, individual perspectives of the generation that's currently on the rise. We want to elevate the voices, talent, and contributions of YPs in order to build a bridge to connect the past, present, and future generations, helping them to be heard, to be understood, and ultimately, to see them lead. Welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Megan. And I'm Tim. And we're so glad that you can join us, all you fabulous young professionals out there, and really anyone who's interested in connecting with YPs and learning more about this generation. So we have an awesome topic for you today. Um, As many of you know, we had planned to do a workshop earlier this year on dreams, and we're still going to be doing that sometime in 2018. But we really wanted to introduce you to this whole idea of what it means to put your dream to the test. And uh, the more that Tim and I got talking about this, I think a really big question and one that's so good for young professionals to consider is this idea of, is my dream really my dream? Or is the dream that you have or the thing that you're working towards, is it something maybe that somebody else kind of put in your mind? So we just thought this would be a great topic to talk about a little bit today, and I know you're going to enjoy it. You know, um, usually the best thing to do when you actually talk with people about dreams is is to really communicate with them. Like I think everybody goes through you know, dream issues or mm-hmm. problems or struggles, concerns, you know, the how-tos, the what-fors, you know, the what's the, you know, how, we, how am I going to actually make this happen in my life? Is it possible? You know, we have so many questions, right? So in, in the way we're going to do the workshop is it's around 10 questions. But to really start off, it's good and good to say to people, like, first of all, it's okay to struggle with your dream. It's okay mm-hmm. to say, I'm not exactly sure how to do this. Well, welcome to the world of the rest of us. Um, we all do it. And I, I'm even like, you know, still working on that dream. And what I love, I think the thing that I've come to appreciate is the fact that you know, you start one place and then you end up somewhere else. And it's not one of those like, ooh, look what accidentally happened. It's more of, wow, look at my decisions and the things that I've done and how they actually got me to something in most cases for me, I could say, has been better. Um, it And better in the sense that what it does to satisfy me on the inside, right? I think sometimes our frustration is, is when is it going to happen? Mm-hmm. It's like Christmas, like for little kids, you know, we're coming up on you know, this holiday season. And for those who celebrate Christmas, it's like kids, it's like, oh my gosh, Christmas. Or the, or like when you're a little kid, it's your birthday, you know, mm-hmm. it's your birthday. Well, I know people that are like have birthday years, like it's a whole year. It's like, it's my birthday year. You know, <laughs> I've heard a birthday week and yeah. birthday month. I'm, I'm all about the birthday month. Yeah. The month is cool. Right. <laughs> the month is, but a year, right. You know, it's like, it's my birthday this year. Well, I okay, think, it's your birthday I think every you can do that when it's here. like a big year. So like when you turn 40, <laughs> I mean, I think that warrants a birthday year. So when I turn 40, we're going to make it a big year. We're going to make it a birthday year. Yeah. Do you have a time machine? (laughs) (laughs) Smart Alec. But another thing is, you know, let's just start before we get into it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there are four common reasons why people have trouble identifying their dream, right? So, 
you know, here are four simple ones. And for those of you listening, you know, the shortest pencil is better than the longest memory. So if you're driving, don't try to do this, but just refer back to the front end of this podcast and write these down. But number one is some people have been, you know, been discouraged from dreaming by other people. And that stinks, you know, when somebody just kind of discourages you, like, Mm -hmm. it'll never work. Right. That's not going to happen. Or this is not for you. What are you thinking? Mm -hmm. Who do you think you are? Right. You know, um, how's that even going to be possible? Um, you know how I am, Megan, I'll always, always, I'll always say to people, you know, create and don't edit, like allow yourself to create some things and stop editing. Cause as soon as you start editing it, you're going to cut yourself off. And mm-hmm. so don't let other people do that either. So maybe others, you know, but you may be doing it to yourself. Um, second thing is some people are hindered by past disappointments and hurts. And I know that sucks when, you know, you've tried some things and you're disappointed or, Perhaps you were doing something with someone and you end up hurt, you know, mm-hmm. and you're, and that happens, right? But don't give up, right? You just never want to give up on those things. And it's okay. Because I'm going to tell you right now, some of the best ingredients I've had for the dreams that I'm experiencing or the dream, the dreaming that I'm experiencing, working toward seeing it come to life, those ingredients are disappointment and hurt. Um, so the third is some people get in the habit of settling for average mm-hmm. and, Um, you know, obviously one of the big words of, or words now is like status quo. Right. Status quo. quo. You know, it's just average. Nobody wants to feel average, Mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, I remember struggling with that when I was growing up, you know, average height, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I mean, it's just, you just felt average. But then I realized that, wait a second, I'm extraordinary. Mm -hmm. I have an inner genius and an unmistakable creative inside of me Mm -hmm. and I can bring that into the world. And it made a big difference yeah. for me, you know? Well, and I think the whole idea with settling for average is with the way that our society works, you know, there's a certain path that you're supposed to take. And obviously, if you look at some of the most successful people, the people that uh, they kind of go outside the box, you know, Steve Jobs did that and um, Mark Zuckerberg did that. So these are people who they're not following that standard. So I'm sure that people, you know, thought that they were crazy. I'm sure they had past disappointments. But that habit of settling for average is just, hey, I'm just okay just doing life and going through life. Um, and, you know, you, you just sort of give up the idea of ever achieving that dream because you're comfortable. Right. And that comfort, you know, nothing grows there. Mm-hmm. You know, you should get comfortable being uncomfortable yes that's you know so be comfortably uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and that's the best thing to do Mm -hmm. um and then the fourth one though some people lack the confidence needed to pursue their dreams right and we all have confidence issues um i don't know i've never met anyone and i've met some super like athletes and people that you know you know do combat sports that are just like unbelievable they still they still have to work on their confidence you know it's like a it's like a boxer that gets knocked out Mm -hmm. you know they say usually that's when they end their career because it's like they never recover because you just remember going out Mm -hmm. and will that happen again how did I miss that punch you know most people don't get knocked out by what they see it's what they didn't see Mm -hmm. and so if you already lack confidence and then you get hit by life with what you didn't see coming Oh, gosh, you know, it makes you lack confidence. And so here's a great quote by um, Emma, or sorry, Irma um, Bombeck. It takes a lot of courage to show your dreams to someone else. And I think that's the confidence thing as well. Like if we're going to move into whose dream is this? Like, is it your dream? How do you know it's your dream? On this first question that we want to just kind of put out there, 
it takes a lot of courage. And if you're already struggling there, that's a tough place. So those of you listening, listen to those four things, you know, or write them down, you know, run those through your mind. But the biggest thing we want you to do is have confidence, you know, make sure you have the confidence to say, I'm going to find someone trusted that I can talk to. I'm going to say these things. Um, and you, you want them to hear, you want them to listen and you want them to encourage you, um, you know, to continue to break it down, to define this for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Which leads into this very first question. So Megan, why don't you go ahead and, you know, putting this dream to the test, mm -hmm. this first question. Right. So, so back to this whole question of, is this dream really my dream? So what we need to do is we need to ask ourselves, was I raised in, was I raised and other people told me what my dream was and now I'm just living somebody else's dream or is it truly what I want to do? And, you know, we had a great conversation with Jonathan Parker on the last episode and we talked to him about this and it's, you know, with, with young professionals, millennials, our lives have been so packed with things and, you know, we're, we're good at something. So, you know, you're great at soccer. So all of a sudden your dream is to become a soccer player. Is that really your dream or is that somebody else's dream? Or you're really good at math and science. So your dream becomes, you know, is to be a doctor. Well, is that really your dream or is it what somebody else, somebody else's dream for you that you've accepted? So when someone else owns your dream, Basically, you're going to know that, you know, you're it's you will not have the right fit. It will be a weight on your shoulders. It's not going to give you energy, but it's going to suck the life out of you. It's going to claim <laughs> yeah. your energy. It will put you to sleep because it's not something that energizes you. It'll take you out of your strength zone and it will be fulfilling to others. And so I think I think that it will be fulfilling to others is something that we fall into, at least I know that I do, um, being in this generation. My parents work so hard and you want to do things, um, you know, they, they, they raised me to, to be a certain way and do certain things, so I don't want to disappoint them. But when you're asking yourself, is this dream really my dream? Is it fulfilling to you? Because living your life for somebody else or for someone else's dreams, that's not the, not the right thing. So on the contrary to that, when you own your dream, it'll feel right to you. It will provide you wind for your wings. It's going to fire you up. So this is where if it's your dream, it's going to keep you up at night in a good way because you're not going to want to stop thinking about it. You're going to want to keep pursuing it. It'll take you outside of your comfort zone. So that goes right along with that whole idea of having confidence because you have to be able to go out there, get outside of your comfort zone and even be okay to fail. But ultimately, it's going to fulfill you. So if it's really your dream and you're pursuing it, even when you lose, you're still going to feel fulfilled. Right. And then you're going to feel like you were made to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what everybody needs to feel. And going back to that, you know, the adverse of what you just, you know, gave our listeners, you know, when you own the dream, but when someone else owns it, it stinks when you're 10 years down the road and then you have to look back or 15 years and you got to go, what I'm about to tell you is going to probably break your heart, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and that goes back to that number uh, four of the confidence. And we struggle with having to maybe go and break somebody's heart. I, you know, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. I was doing this. Everybody kind of agreed, right? you know, yeah. but I'm not putting that on you because I own this. I'm making this change now. And that is a tough, man, that is a tough road. You know, you feel like you went from smooth driving to Woodruff Road. In our area, Woodruff Road is 
lots of traffic, very bumpy road, nothing's good about it, yeah. potholes everywhere, and you can only do 30, 45 miles an hour, right? And that's it. But that's what it feels like. Everything's congested. It's rough. You feel like you're off-roading, mm-hmm. and you feel like it's going to take you forever to get somewhere. But take that drive. Sometimes it's just making that move because right now we want you to say, is this your dream? And here's a quote, Megan. Whatever you think, be sure it is what you think. Whatever you want, be sure that is what you want. Whatever you feel, be sure that it's what you feel. And that's from T.S. Eliot. And I think about even you and I and um, in what we do with our business. Like our goal is not to get the business that we can get. It's to get the business that we want. Mm-hmm. And so we're defining the dream for, you know, Uphill Strategies, the dream for our podcast, Uphill Conversations and um, UCYP. Um, and then also we have like what we want to do with our kids and things like that, right? We have all these little intricate things. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is we need to get to a point where we have the confidence to say, instead of can I have this, we need to say, do I want this? Start right. with do I want it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do I want to do this? Does this energize me? Mm-hmm. Does this fill me? Or do I think it will? Because if we can start there, now we can move back to, now I'm going to make a decision on whether I pursue it or not. Right. As opposed to just looking at something and then going, well, I don't know if I can have that. I don't know. You start from a less than confident spot, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We need to move to the other side and really use that quote, you know, to yeah. kind of help us. This yeah. is mine. Or or I think it's what I want. It's in alignment with who I am. Mm-hmm. It fits. You know, I'm full. When I think about it, it keeps me up at night, as you said. The things that show you own it, mm-hmm. it energizes me. It's wind in me. Man, anytime I think about it, I just get so excited. That's the place that we need to be instead of, oh, <laughs> good morning, world. Good morning. <laughs> well, and, and I think as as you're on your way to this, this taking ownership of your dream or figuring out, you know, is my dream really mine? I think that it, it can be really scary and it can be a little bit unsettling, especially for somebody, you know, maybe they're 10 years into their career, they're 15 years into their career. I mean, if you're a young professional, you went to college for something, maybe you've been pursuing it. And all of a sudden you get to that point, and we talk about this a lot, where, you know, something is missing. And a lot of times when you feel that way, it's probably because maybe you don't truly own your dream. But I think it's okay. Well, I know it's okay for people as they are, like Tim said, taking this drive, it's okay to not know, to have kind of an ultimate destination, but not actually know your path to get there. Or even to decide, you know, I've been going after this thing because that's what I thought that I wanted, but it's okay for me to change my mind or to do something different. Because as you're figuring out your dream, dreams change. For some people, okay, true, true story. Some people, they grow up and they know I want to be this and that's what they ultimately do. But I wouldn't say that that's the majority of people. So I think that we also have to be with that confidence. We have to be kind to ourselves to say, you know, even though I made a decision to pursue X, this isn't really my dream. Once you get into it and you start to discover, it's okay to change direction. So When you're taking ownership of your dreams, there are different steps that you can really take or things that really just to get your arms around uh, to help you figure out, you know, is this dream really my dream? And let me just say, I like what you were talking about, you know, about that change. Those of you listening, don't be afraid of change, number one. Just don't. Okay? 
you know, change can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. It's what you believe about change. If you think change is hard, it is hard. Mm -hmm. You think it's easy, it's going to be easy. (laughs) Or you'll at least be willing to embrace it, right? Right. So it's like the old quote, I think it was Henry Ford that said, if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. The question is, what do you think? So it's not about what someone else thinks, what you think, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, and how do you know if you're going to be all right? Right. Well, you'll know when you get there. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So, and and it's trial and error. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. We need to give ourselves permission to fail forward. We need to give ourselves permission to explore. And the thing is, is ultimately you can live the life of other people and end up exactly where they're good and you can still be good and you'll be fine. Or you can live a life that's extraordinary and you may end up having some some turbulence, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and disruption. Yeah. And that may happen to you, right? Mm-hmm. So give us the first one. So the first one is you really need to be willing to bet on yourself. So you might, like Tim said, you might succeed if nobody else believes in you. But what you really need is you need that self-belief. You need to really believe that you can be successful with the thing that you want to achieve. And I think a good reminder is it doesn't, a dream doesn't necessarily have to be something massive. It doesn't have to be that, you know, you're going to be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. I mean, your dream might just be, you know, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom and I'm going to rock it out. You know, that might be your dream. But no matter what your dream is, you have to be willing to have to bet on yourself and to really have that self-belief. Right. And it, because if you don't invest in yourself, um, my my lifetime mentor and person that I believe so much when it comes to life and leadership, John Maxwell says, if you don't invest in your dream, you have a daydream, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. just your daydreaming. Yeah. And that's what most people are doing. They're daydreaming through life. Mm-hmm. And then they want to know why their life looks average. And then there are bits. Of, here's what they think. If I could take the things I like and move them. So here's what they do. If I could just move the things I like into this other area, then I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing though. You can. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because that's investing in yourself. The The challenge becomes, what is this going to disrupt? Now it becomes all these things that hold you back and they sit you right back down in the chair back to daydreaming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's a little weird, but it, it happens to us all. Hey, the second one. Lead your life instead of accepting your life. So this, I, I think this one is really, really powerful. Um, I think that a lot of people, they they get to a point in life, I mean, even like I was talking about earlier, you, you've, you've done certain things and you've reached a certain place. And so you just say, you know, I'm comfortable. I'm just going to accept my lot in life. I'm going to accept that things aren't perfect. I'm never going to, you know, achieve um, something maybe that you've set out to achieve. And so you just say, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good with where I am. I'm comfortable. But the thing is, what you really need to do is you need to lead yourself. And by lead yourself, it, it goes back to that self-belief. But really know what you're going after and, and guide yourself to that rather than just saying, I'm good right here. Right. Because nobody wants to end up with, you know, being, you know, if you were ever asked these questions, you don't want to end up like, why didn't you become you? Mm-hmm. You know, why didn't you become all that you are? Yeah. You know, and this is this is all about you reaching your God-given potential. And it requires taking responsibility for yourself and for your own life. 
Yeah. And when you take that responsibility, I mean, leading your life requires that you are making the right decisions and then managing those decisions daily. So it it means that you're being thoughtful and you're being intentional in the decisions that you make. And then you manage those decisions in how they ultimately will help you continue on towards that dream. Right. Because every decision is a connection toward the thing that you ultimately say you want to go to. Mm-hmm. So begin with the end in mind, know where you want to be. And then move backward and then start making decisions. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't work, that's where change comes in. And you have to have the confidence because if you feel it and it's your dream and it's not happening, adjust. Yeah, You need to adjust because no one, listen, I do not believe God put any of us on the earth. My belief is that God created us. So whatever you believe, I don't want to argue with anyone over any of those things. (laughs) So however you feel we showed up, I believe we are fearfully and wonderfully made and we're all incredibly unique and gifted Mm -hmm. and we have so much talent in us and we're not the same as everyone else and nor are we better than other people but we are our own unique thing Mm in our own expression to this universe that needs us so don't sit back and allow yourself to just live in this world of for lack of better words, status quo or average. Mm-hmm. Shift. Allow yourself to shift. What's the third one, Megan? The third one is to love what you do and do what you love. I like this one. Well, actually, I love this one. <laughs> you love this one. <laughs> uh, I mean, this this one goes along with something that Tim and I talk about a lot. It's just because you can do something or just because you're good at it, that doesn't ultimately mean that that's what you're meant to be doing. I can be really, really good at, I don't know, knitting but if I don't have a passion for it, I'm just, I'm not going to be fulfilled. I need a sweater. I'm, I'm not going to be happy. I can crochet. <laughs> I can make you a hat. Oh, so um, knitting and crocheting are not the same? No, they're not the same. Okay. Two, so, needle, two needles versus one hook. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know any of this stuff, but I would wear it. I would wear it. Yeah. I think I've worn knitted and crocheted things. Right. Um, but but anyways just just so just because just because maybe you've chosen a certain path again if if you're not getting fulfillment out of it if you aren't waking up on you know monday and saying you know thank god it's monday i am so happy to be going to work i think that's just an indicator to you that maybe this isn't this isn't getting you any closer to your dream. So what's really cool is this kind of idea that you can have talent, but if you have talent for something and you don't have passion, that means you're going to have potential, but there's really no ultimate possibility. So you have this great potential, but it's not going to get you anywhere. And then if you have passion, but you don't have talent, that means you're having passion without the potential. So you can be really, really passionate about something. Like I can love volleyball, but I'm probably never going to be a pro volleyball Hold player. Hold on a second. I just so happen to have a ball. <laughs> I want to see. Can you bump, set, and spike? <laughs> I can spike from the back row. I was a defensive is that, specialist. Is that a spike then? Well, no, it's like a back row attack. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so, but then, but you can have the passion without the potential. So you're never ultimately going to get there. That's just not realistic. So the cool thing is, if you can combine talent with your passion, you're going to have potential with passion, and you're just going to be that much more likely to achieve your dream because. If you love what you do, you're going to be able to do what you love on a daily basis and ultimately get to where you want to go. Well, there's a few things I want to say. Two things. So passion. I can't give you mine, but I can show it to you. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing. When people are living their life and they're living out loud, and I'm not talking about rude and boisterous and and pushy and showy. I'm just, they're living their passion. That, man, that inspires people. Mm -hmm. 
And people have aspirations. And that's what the world needs more of, I think, is to see people living their passion. And the other one is the potential. I feel, in my opinion, it's like a lamp. You put a lamp on the table, you plug it into the wall. You have a certain amount of electricity coming to that lamp. And if the room is dark, completely dark, blackout curtains, everything, and you put a 20-watt bulb in there and you turn it on, you get light, Mm -hmm. right? As soon as any light, it's going to dispel darkness. But it may not be the amount that you need. Here's the thing. If you want more light, do you change the lamp or do you change the bulb, right? It's the bulb. It's Mm -hmm. obvious. Get you know, a higher wattage bulb Mm -hmm. because you're going to still get the same current. So you're like the lamp listeners. We're like the lamp, you know, as we're talking, we are, we have all the potential there. You need to believe in it. Work on the bulb, bring in more brightness. So your passion is important. Live it and show it the potential. It's there. Mm -hmm. It's waiting for you to just up your wattage. Mm -hmm. That was good. You can say that. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so number four don't compare yourself or your dream to others this one is so hard I think that in our society it's it's really hard not to and and in our world of Facebook and social media where we are constantly seeing the best of everybody else's lives it's really hard to look and see you know somebody's great trip or their happy memory or their happy moment and and compare ourselves and what we have to that but but what you can't do is is you can't base your life and your decisions on, you know, somebody else's dream because my dream might not be the same as yours and that's okay. But if if I'm constantly comparing myself to others and worried about what they think about me and worried about um, what they think about my choices, I'm not following what I want to do. I'm just once again trying to fit into this box of what I think other people think I should do. Right. And it's okay to look at other people's lives and from based on what you perceive. Mm-hmm. Whether it truly is that way or not, because in most cases, what you're seeing is you don't know what's behind closed doors, right? right. You, you don't have an idea. So we sit from, oh, you know, they're smart and wow, they really are the best financial people I've ever seen. And wow, aren't they an amazing couple? You have no idea. Right. You know, because you don't know mm-hmm. unless you like are around them constantly, right? So it's okay to look and say, I want that. But don't compare yourself to it. Mm -hmm. Just say, I want that. Now, how do I figure that out to bring it into my life, right? But here's a note on that, about that comparison. When you compare yourself with those superior, you'll feel inferior. When you compare yourself with those inferior, then you'll feel superior. But when you stop comparing yourself with others, then you're going to feel empowered to create or concentrate on your dream. Mm -hmm. So I can't emphasize that enough. When you stop the comparisons... You know, you against others, you're going to feel empowered. Mm -hmm. Then you can move on only then and you can create and concentrate on that dream of yours. Yeah. Awesome. So and then the last one, believe in your vision for the future, even when others don't understand you. So one of the things that I've kind of picked up over the past um, little bit, and this goes even back to comparing yourself, is what others think of you. It's really none of your it's really none of your business. So what Tim <laughs> what Tim thinks about my decisions, what? it's really none of my business. Well, let me because, tell you what I think. <laughs> because <laughs> because ultimately I know and I understand why I'm making those decisions and why I'm believing in that future. So it's really this idea that 
you have to live with the choices that you make and with your life. So at the end of the day, regardless of whether or not somebody understands what I choose to pursue, I have to live with myself. I have to live inside my head and I have to really um, know and believe in, go back to that self-belief to believe in my vision for the future and not to allow what someone else not understanding me to question those decisions. Right. And and I'm, let me say a couple of things to help people with that. Mm-hmm. If you've got to talk other people into your dream on a regular basis or even daily, it may be time for you to let them go or have a necessary ending. Mm-hmm. Because especially, I mean, there are times that you may even agree with someone like, yeah, let's do this. It's just not working. And if there's not something creative that changes it, if there's not a true investment to shift it, because remember, you have to invest in yourself. This is very important. You may have to let them go, mm-hmm. right? Walk yeah. away. But how about this? You own your dream. And when you'll know you own it when no one can talk you out of it. So two things for you to know. You may have to walk away. But also, if you really want to know the dream is yours, that no one can talk you out of it. So I think as we're just considering this whole topic of is this dream really my dream, what we want you to do is we want you to really start thinking about this. So go back and think about, you know, is what you're doing, is it really is it really your dream or is it somebody else's? And if you do discover that it is somebody else's, that it isn't really necessarily what you feel, you know, in your soul is where you want to be, then start going back through these five things. So just really quick. I'm going to go through them again. So number one, be willing to bet on yourself. So you might succeed if nobody else believes in you, but you'll never succeed if you don't believe in yourself. Number two, lead your life instead of accepting your life. So just because you might be in a situation, it doesn't mean that that is your ultimate future. It doesn't mean that you have to stay there forever. You have the ability to make decisions and then manage those decisions to get you where you want to be, to lead your own life. Number three, love what you do and do what you love. So find that talent and find that passion and see how you can marry those two things together so that you can really achieve that potential with the passion. And number four, don't compare yourself or your dream to others. Sure, it's important to get feedback from other people and to and to bring other people along on your dream but don't don't feel the need to compare yourself because you it's really that self-belief and what you ultimately want and then lastly believe in your vision for the future even when others don't so you never want to look back and say what might have been what may what might I achieve uh, in my life you know when you get when you get older we're at a great spot in our lives right now as young professionals we have the rest of our lives ahead of us I mean we're you know most of us are 35 and under so we've got decades to live the rest of our life so really stop and think is my dream my dream what am I really passionate about and how can I get on the path toward my dream? And we're not saying you have to do it in a day or tomorrow, but just start asking yourself these questions to get some clarity on where you really want to go. And if you've happened to stumble on this podcast and you're not in that demographic, <laughs> which I'm not, <laughs> I just want to encourage you that it's true for you too. It's never too late. The biggest thing is I say, you know, the only thing stopping me from pursuing it is me. And start now. I would rather live a day pursuing my dream with all of my heart than to sit there and wonder about all the years 
maybe I wasn't doing what I should have done. Mm-hmm. I mean, do it now, you know? So I just encourage you to take off. What do you, what, what dream do you have? If we can help answer some dream questions for you, we would love to. Mm-hmm. You can reach us at uh, Tim at uphillconversations.co or Megan at uphillconversations.co. You can go to our website, ucyp.co, or you can even hit us up on the Twitterverse. <laughs> Isn't that what it is, Twitterverse? Yep. At the UCYP. And then we're making changes on our Facebook. We are. So we're, we're keeping our group at least for a little bit. We have a UCYP Uphill Conversations Young Professionals Facebook group. Um, so we'd still love for you to join in the conversation there. We still think that it's a great way that we can share um, some interesting articles and thought leadership on the world of YPs. Um, but what we're doing is we're going to be combining our Uphill Conversations Facebook page with UCYP. So we're going to be promoting both on the same one because... Together. Because we think that the topics that we talk about, um, some aren't specific to young professionals, but we think that there's great cross-pollination that can happen there. So please check that out. This is fun. It was really fun. I, I love loved, it. I love I talking, talking about drinks. Me too. <gasps> me too. Uh, Jinx. Was it? Coke, one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, you didn't say okay, stop, so now you owe me that? one. <laughs> That's a I'll whole new level later. of a game. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm getting slow or something. <laughs> so thank you everyone so much for joining us for another episode of UCYP. We love having you and please do join in the conversation. Remember that we have three main goals in mind. Number one, we want to elevate the voices of young professionals. Two, we want to help to build a bridge between generations, those ahead of us and those coming up behind. And as always, we just really want to inspire you to lead.